And just like that, we are here. We're live with Jed Liston. Jed is the Director of Alumni Relations and President and CEO of the University of Montana Alumni Association. Jed, welcome and thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thanks for having me, Kyle. I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to uh, chat with you today. Yes, it's awesome to be here back on campus and you've greeted us, Cassie and I, who's behind the camera with all sorts of awesome swag. I'm a proud UM alumni. That is my superpower for those watching at home. We've got a sweet water bottle, which I helped myself to just before this uh, uh, interview Perfectly happened. fine, okay, yes. Okay, good. And the playing cards, which I want to chat about maybe later, which are really cool some stickers, and you've so delicately displayed some great product placement for us. <laughs> you you uh, know it. For well, this interview. Alumni so. people always come with swag, Kyle. That's, that's, that's what we do. Uh, we're very proud of our alums, and uh, we just want to make sure that they're showing the world that they, they, they are graduates of the University of Montana and spreading that word. Love so. it. Love it. Well, we want to have you on today, Jed, because we have been covering a lot of different traction channels as part of our marketing podcast, things like email marketing, things like YouTube advertising, trade shows. But one of the things that we haven't talked a lot about is the topic of networking. And I think when, when I think of networkers locally, regionally, or just in my lifetime that I've met that stand out, Jed Liston, you are uh, at, at the top of that list <laughs> as someone who, you know, you can walk into a room and just own it. And so I'm hoping today we can talk about some ways that people who uh, maybe are a little bit shy about networking or just unsure about how to get started with networking can, can get started sure. in that. And then um, also introduce just some, some tips and tricks that, that you use uh, as, as the Director of Alumni Relations here. Sure. Um, but maybe we start uh, for those at home who are just wondering what exactly you know, does a Director of Alumni Relations do and what, what are some of the job responsibilities of that role? Well, sure. Um, you know, the, the Alumni Association and, and the Alumni Office is really uh, in charge of keeping uh, contact with and, and uh, maintaining relationships with all those who have graduated uh, from the institution. So uh, right now we have 105,493 living alumni, a lot of alumni for the University of Montana. So we are actively, um, you know, the, a, a model that alumni associations have done in the past is, you know, we put on some sort of event and you all come. Or, or uh, you know, it's, it, it's been rather traditional. And what we're engaged with is how do we engage our alumni in all facets of, of, of their lives? How do we still remain meaningful to them and to give them uh, added value uh, even uh, years after being here? So we're looking at new ways to engage alumni. And, and it, it can be the three... The three sort of pillars of uh, alumni and actually foundation is, uh, can you give us your time, can you give us your talent, or can you give us your treasure? Mm -hmm. Well, at U of M, the foundation is looking for the treasure, sure. but what we're, what we're trying to engage people in is, hey, can you give us some of your time or your talent and give back to your campus or help us move the campus forward? And in, in many ways, enhance your own degree by promoting the university uh, in your uh, networks and your circles. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And it also seems to me that you would meet people who have interest in doing those things at very different levels. Yes. 
someone yeah. who's just graduated versus somebody who has been a career professional for 30 years right versus somebody that is in the winter of their life and they're you know wanting to give back right um, right so can you talk a little bit about some of the ways um, that you get people who are you know thinking about getting involved or maybe let's start not thinking at all about getting involved how right. do you present to them the options that exist well I think that uh, what what networking to me is, I, I'll do a, a broad yeah. stroke of networking. Um, what what networking to me is, is building a relationship and going into a relationship without an agenda. That's really mm-hmm. important. Uh, and it's, it's one of the tips that I would give to any of your listeners is uh, to be a good networker, I think you need to have this immense curiosity and intense curiosity about other people and uh, you have to be a very good listener. So often when we're approaching uh, alumni or other, other folks, we open up by asking them questions. Uh, I, I think that, um, I think sometimes people get into the, the networking mode where they approach a networking opportunity like, what am I going to get out of this? Right. You know, what am I, what am I focused to get out of this? How many business and cards can I hand out? How many business cards can I hand out? Uh, can yeah. I give the elevator pitch? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it, when do I get the opportunity to give you my elevator pitch? And, and I would recommend that most people enter a networking situation by saying, what can I find out about this person? What can I... Uh, what interesting thing can I learn from this individual without an agenda? You know, uh, I think you and I have had this discussion before because you're not from Montana. Right. I'm a fifth generation Montana. Fifth generation Montana. And New um, Yorker, born and raised. <laughs> I know New Yorker, and 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 but you've discovered that Montanans are natural networkers, and yeah. and I used to tell. When I was in admissions, I used to tell prospective students, now you have to know something a little bit about Montana culture. And they would kind of look at me quizzically, and and I would say, a Montanan can't start a relationship until we've discovered between the two of us, have we ever stood in the same place at the same time? Have I ever been somewhere where you've been? Mm -hmm. Do we have shared people in our lives? Or at the finale, are we related in some way? <laughs> right. That's where... Which the chances might be good of one of those things. Could, you know, could very well. But see, Montanans yeah. start with that uh, and as sort of part of our culture. And then once we've established that, then we move on to those other things. And, it, yeah. and it's just part of that questioning, you know, uh, where I may open up a conversation with you and say, oh, Kyle, so I, I detect that you have maybe an East, East Coast accent. You <laughs> sure. know, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And you would tell me where you were from. And I would say, you know, I had an uncle that lived there or something like that. We always look for the common connection. Yeah. And I think that's what can be a very uh, strong asset for any, any networker. You know, you may be mm-hmm. talking to somebody who has no relationship to your business, to your interests, or anything else. But they're still very uh, valuable to you as far as gaining knowledge. Mm-hmm. Or maybe your superpower at that point is connecting that person to someone else that you meet that might be more right. compatible. That's that's the power of of networking. Yeah, and now you're building these networks, connections, and right. you become sort of a hub that can you know 
connect people with but, each other. Right, connect and, and yeah. sometimes connecting to people that have that have no profit margin for you can return that favor in spades because right. they may connect with somebody that you've had uh, that may be more in relationship to you. And so when you think about networking, I really think that you should think of that as truly a network of, mm -hmm. you know, gathering, uh, gathering information, gathering knowledge about people, but being really curious about them. Don't just do this because you think, okay, how can this ever help me? Be in the moment with the person, you know, ask yeah. them those questions because you're curious. And I have, I have a sister-in-law who is just a serial question answer or mm. asker. And yeah. she will just ask questions just ba-da, 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 ba-da. Yeah. And often you say after a conversation with her, well, did I learn anything about her? Because she certainly got my whole life story. Right. But she is innately curious about other people's stories. And... And uh, she often finds compatible people even in the same room. Oh, you need to come meet this person Check because, this you know, right. I, I, I detected a connection there. And, and so, um, and, and you and I have talked about this before. My degree is in speech pathology and audiology. Mm -hmm. And your degree is in business. And you're learn, you learn about networking. But my premise is, is that most human beings are natural networkers because in the classes that I took on how children uh, ac acquire language, the language acquisition courses, it, it, it's all about uh, a child's need to be understood and to connect and to mm. develop those relationships is how they learn language. You know, if you have a child, and you do, mm -hmm. and as they're learning language, if that kid can always go, ugh, and you know that that means get me, get me a sippy <laughs> me, cup right. of lemonade. <laughs> right. Then that kid's communicating just fine. Sure. And then you say to yourself, "Wow, they're not really picking up any of this language because you're always responding because you know what they want." But in child, in, in language acquisition, they're essentially learning how to um, how to get what they want, but also how to c connect with you. Mm -hmm. as the most significant person in their lives and that's through language and i think networking's a little bit like that as well is that if yeah. you if you take that opportunity to just to get to know people and, and when we talk about alumni i i just i am so curious about people's stories and mm -hmm. uh being on this campus for so long i love to collect people's stories so yeah. i'm just always ad nauseum asking people questions well now kyle how did you find your way to to the university of montana although i know this because right, we hired right. you yeah. uh a, a few years ago but i i'm constantly asking tell me your story tell me mm -hmm. tell me about that because then i learn more about this place i represent but also i learn more about you and you know who you should talk to kyle you should talk to this person or yeah or maybe six months down the road you find yourself in a business situation because you're entrepreneurial or you're helping somebody in, in, in the consulting world, you never know who's going to you know, be on the other end of a phone line saying, I need some help. Sure. And you may have networked with somebody six months ago that you think, oh, I've got an expert for you, yeah. or I know somebody who, who relates to this. And I so. think it frames, you, know, you mentioned curiosity. I think 
in general, when, when you're curious about somebody, the things that you learn about them can be extremely powerful and impact, you know, the, the work that you're doing, whether directly or indirectly that, okay, here's somebody that, you know, you met at the Portland uh, alumni chapter and there you are and you have this commonality immediately, right? right? That that's, that's a benefit of walking into a room of people wearing the moon and silver. (laughs) Okay. Hey, we've, that's right. We speak the same language here when it comes to, you know, go Grizz. Uh, but maybe they're telling their story that is much different than somebody else. Like maybe they've never been to a football game and they, you know, here they are at the alumni chapter. Like, how did that work? How did you find, how did you find this chapter? And, and that their story might just help inform, oh, they, they heard about it through this publication that I didn't even know existed. Right. And now you're going down this path. So, right. It's it's exactly it. It's, you know, and it, it, and it's not rocket science and it's, it's pretty simplistic, but I, I just think that, uh, the key to good networking is, is listening and just being curious and being with them in the moment, just to hear their story. I, I think that if you immediately open with the elevator pitch and if you're immediately open with, here's who I am and here's my company, I think you miss a grand opportunity to develop a relationship first and mm-hmm. then uh, and then maybe that other stuff doesn't even come in that point. Yeah. And uh, So you organize a lot of events. Right. We're I have a great deal of people who help me. Who help you do this. Yes, I, I we're, don't. We're talking about networking. How, right. how might you recommend somebody you know, take that first step in finding, you know, uh, an event to go to, to right. start networking or to start, you know, meeting new people or expanding their, uh, expanding their bubble, I guess. That's a great question, Kyle. I think that, um, I think you want to try to find a room full of, of perhaps like-minded people, as you say, with, with alumni gatherings, we mm-hmm. all have the University of Montana in common. You know, we can always talk about, our time in the oval or, right. you know, the time that we walked up to the M and, mm-hmm. and those things. But, but you could be in uh, a group that, uh, let's say you're in Missoula and the Missoula Downtown Association is putting on an event. Mm-hmm. And you say to yourself, well, these are, these are you know, business owners that, that are likely to be there. And I would like to start working with, you know, retailers or business owners or, or that type of thing. So you, you just sort of look for those events that, that you say, uh, you know, this is a like-minded group. Yeah. But also, I would think about the, the, the richness of going someplace where you just say, I wonder what this is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I wonder who yeah. these people are. Talking about being curious, right? Yeah, being okay, curious, being yeah. innately curious all the time. I wonder what this is about. Or, mm-hmm. you know, community calendars are a great thing. Or yeah. just looking at, uh, you know, I think most of us get, you know, at least 50 invites a month to something that's sure. going on. And uh, I think that uh, I, I think that a, a good networker would just look at every one of those as an opportunity. And, you know, some work out well, and some you think, okay, this uh, didn't work out as well. Um, but I think that you just, put, you just position yourself into it. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think for those who say, I'd rather, you know, pull my fingernails out one by one slowly than go <laughs> right. to a room full of people, I think that um, the sort of formula of, Ask more questions than than uh, you know than you're having yeah. to start conversation. Just think about questions. You know what do you do, and then just think about well, 
what are you curious about that? Whatever they say, mm-hmm. what would you follow up with? Uh, you know, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that is not necessarily a question. You, you, that is just too open-minded. Then, then you're just invited their elevator speech. Hmm. So maybe a, a, a good question is more pointed. So, so, um, you know, bringing up, I, I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, maybe you meet somebody who is a, uh, a, a real estate person yeah and you you would ask them a question that you would seem somewhat informed about like so so what is your take on the market you know is Mm -hmm. it is the market doing well or not and these are prices here crazy right or yeah or or something like that but but just try to say try to not make it the general open-end questions but try to think what would you be most curious about if you and you can develop this kind of skill of doing it where you know instead of tell me more about that it's like what Tell me about this aspect of that. Yeah, and it takes practice. It does take practice. You're and not you know, walk in and be a pro day one. Practice on your relatives. There practice you on your significant Thanksgiving other. Thanksgiving is practice. coming up, right? Yeah, that's right. Gather around and the table. Gather around the table and just practice asking them questions yeah. about things that are going on in their lives. You right. know, and and uh, trying to formulate questions that that immediately tells them, oh, this guy's interested, yeah. or this guy is connecting with me a little bit more. Then, you know, just tell me more about that. Yeah, I Give think me. you're spot on. I think asking questions and being curious, it, it gets people to just open up and say, yeah, you know, this is a, it's a rich conversation, mm-hmm. um, which is great. And, and I think any conversation that you leave with that you've learned something, you've connected with another human being, mm-hmm. um, it is a rich conversation. And I think, uh, I think people will say, oh, God, I didn't give out a single business card, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. But I think if you if you left a room with that many rich conversations, you'd be surprised how many people will give you a call. Hey, you know, I met yeah. you at this this gathering, and I've been thinking more about that. And you know, I have somebody that you should probably meet, or yeah. or I, you know, and you just you, we talk a little bit about branding. Yeah, and I think in Montana, you know, people see through that really easily. Right. If it's just how many business cards can I hand out. <laughs> um, they want to know, are you authentic? And in Montana, it, it's a, you know, word does spread. Like mm-hmm. quality, if you if you do quality work or whatever industry or business you're in, um, that that will be known. And so it's almost like your, you know, your network just becomes more of a more of a sounding board for, hey, I want to hear your ideas. Mm-hmm. I want to run some ideas by you, and less of a, how can you help me and how can I help you, like grow right. business versus right. let's just get better let's just yeah. improve and in, in every way right um right i i agree i think that um and, and i think you've you've captured montana a, a bit there too we'd we'd rather work with somebody we know mm-hmm. and somebody that we have a relationship with than that may even trump all right this is the this is the superstar in this field but they can't hold a conversation with me Right. You know, we'd maybe take the almost a superstar in that field who is really engaged with me, what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And and because there's not a single business person out there who sticks their neck out and does something entrepreneurial that isn't passionate about what it is that they're trying to do. So you want you want to get people who who share that passion or at least are trying to understand what it's about. Mm hmm. That's really great, Jed. So thank you for sharing those tips and and that and that wisdom that you've acquired over these years. Um, but let's uh, 
I want to go I want to go back in time a bit. Some of our listeners might say, "Well, you know, I don't have these years of experience networking and mm-hmm. I'm just getting started." So I want to hear about how you got your start. What was one of the first <laughs> jobs you ever had? Yeah. And uh and talk to us about maybe what what was something that you learned in that role? Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, this is this goes back a lot of years, Kyle. You know, I don't know if I can think back that far, but <laughs> one of the first jobs I had was I was the tour guide, the summer tour guide at the original governor's mansion in Helena. Oh, wow. And so we would, there was like three of us, the docents of this, that we would, <laughs> we would go to work in the morning and there would be, you know, six tours during the day and we'd each, we'd each take one. And um, I, I just, I learned during that time that you could go and you could give the tour and you could just deliver that information and then it's done. Mm-hmm. But these people that signed on for that tour, they were, they were curious about this. They wanted to get the information, but they also wanted to know a little bit about, because many of them were tourists and many of them were for out of state. They want to yeah. know a little bit about you too. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's probably where I got the sort of first networking chops yeah. was I, I started to ask them questions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where are you guys from yeah, not and, just, and doing the, the normal thing room. yeah, or have you visited other governor's mansions oh, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, or what was the answer to that? Yeah, Did they, were there serial s- governor mansions? Yeah, visitors? some of them love that really? sort of governor residence or or state resident type of things. And huh. and others were just immersing themselves in, in Montana. And that happened to be one of those things. So yeah. so at that point, um, I think I, I honed my curiosity for, because uh, I was born, raised in Helena. I hadn't done a whole lot of traveling or anything like that. And I was just starting college. And, and so I, I think that it brought a little bit of the world to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, from Osaka, Japan. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. You know, right. tell me a little bit more about yeah, that. Let me hear and, that story. and uh, you know, I think that sometimes my boss there would say, uh, maybe you should do more delivery than ask questions. <laughs> uh, maybe it shouldn't be. Yeah. But um, but that sort of started it. And then flash forward a little bit, I uh, became a, a recruiter here at the University of Montana. I started yeah. in admissions, and. Um, I found that as I traveled all over Montana and and talked to students and and talked to counselors, I really uh, again I wanted to ask them about their lives and and what was going on there and and I would do some prep work. I would I would look in the newspapers. I mean, this is pre-internet days. That's how old I am. But <laughs> but I would look in the newspapers about. I'd be going to Columbus, Montana, and I would look yeah. in the newspapers. And the library here had. You know, would get the state see. newspapers, and right. I and I could see how their teams were doing. I could see oh, wow. if the if the high school was in the paper for anything, and then I would yep. ask them questions about that. Oh, so cool. tell me about this, and yeah, and and so they felt like, wow, there's somebody from the university who is interested in my community because right. in in many communities that's their whole world. You know the the high school basketball game is their whole world, and I mm-hmm. and I would say, wow, that was a tough game against Miles City last weekend. <laughs> you know how how was everybody after that game? Should I should I offer up sympathy while yeah, I'm driving through skip, town? Yeah. Skip this high school, <laughs> right? Or but uh, you know I and and I, I 
I was a Helena kid, and but I, I started to learn quickly about ranch life mm-hmm. and things that they were going in. So I would start coming in saying, okay, how's this year's harvest? How are we doing? Yeah. You know, and people would take a step back and say, okay, you're from the University of Montana. You're interested in my harvest. Right. But, but you know, and it wasn't manipulative. It was just I was, I was curious about their lives there and, mm-hmm. and what was important to them. And, and in some respects, it, as I became uh, more of a marketer or more of a, of a person who was developing materials for the university, I used all of that to say this will play in Plevna. Or sure. this will be something that they might be able to, re, you know, relate to. Yeah. Um, because I was just, again, innately curious about their lives. And it was years of data points. It kind of was. That you it, had. In, that in, no Excel sheet could <laughs> kick out a formula. That well, says, or, or it just hones your gut instinct, perhaps. Right. But, um, but it was, it, I, I think it was just, it was useful. But I was feeding, again, uh, my own curiosity, and and I of course you hope that they would say this is my school, but I also mm-hmm. believed, and I I used to tell my recruiters this too, is if you run across somebody where we don't match, we don't have their major, we don't have anything like that, then maybe we should be the stewards of helping them find it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, that was always something you you taught me, and I don't know if I mentioned that, but Jed was you know one of my <laughs> early mentors here at the university, so. So thanks for all that uh, encouragement well, and, and support. You were one of the best, Kyle. Hey, I, you, know, you know, what do you know? But, but so, you know, I guess, again, going back to if you're just starting this out, just, just talk to people. I mean, and, yeah. and people are, I think you have a lot of, of people who are shy or, or introverted. Um, but uh, if, if you go into it and don't put the pressure on yourself to say, okay, what's going to be my outcome? But... And if you make your only outcome, what can I learn about this person or how can I advance my own humanity after this conversation? It makes it easier. Yeah. And I know that sounds a little esoteric, but, but no, I you know, I think when you, when you talk to a lot of people, you gain a lot of data. You really do. Mm-hmm. Jed, this has been really enlightening for those out there that are thinking, how the heck do I get started with networking? It sounds like business students could benefit from some speech pathology courses. <laughs> I don't know about which that. Let's, uh, we should have that yeah. conversation. Yeah, we could. But, um, uh, and but practice, practice, practice. That's what yeah. I would tell people. Getting is your just, reps. And yep, yep. It's a, it's a practice skill. And, you know, you may never, ever get comfortable with it. But if you just, if you just keep trying, you'll, you'll get better at it. Yeah. Jed, thank you very much. Uh, and that's a great episode here of Cutting Through the Noise. So thanks again. You bet, Kyle. My pleasure.